This is lawyer Stu Jenkins here at K News 98.5's Slow County Public Policy and the Law. I was just looking, I get alerts uh, at my law office uh, on bills that come down concerning housing. And, you know, we've had bill after bill from the state legislature that has uh, stripped cities of the ability to uh, do zoning, uh, to uh, do permitting on housing uh, in a sense that uh, you can now have multiple units in single-family zones. Uh, You can even build housing in industrial zones and industrial buildings at this stage. Is that that impacting Paso Robles? Not yet, but I have heard the second units um, are causing some issues with our community development. Um, You're absolutely correct. We cannot deny projects like this now. Apparently, from the state, it says that uh, we must accept that kind of a work uh, project. That we can also uh, charge them full um, for, like a normal project would. In other words, for connection fees and hookups and, and city uh, street use, all that kind of stuff is um, restricted on what we can ask for on a, on a particular project. We've always had the commitment here in our past Robles city that, you know, if we're going to bring people to Pass Robles, they're going to pay their fair share because um, you know, all, the, all the folks that are here already built this town with their nickels. And then when you have other people wanting to come and live here, well, that, that's fine. We, we invite them. But on the other hand, a new development, which we do have actually quite a lot of homes planned over on the east side of town, we make the developers pay their way and pay for everything to the point where it doesn't load the existing citizens down to pay for them coming here. So they have to pay for the streets and the sewers and yes, the sir. water yeah. pipes? And all the infrastructure, mm-hmm. like, for instance, uh, traffic. Um, there's traffic mitigations that they're having to change. Not only, they're not right outside their uh, their development project, it's it's further down northern, near the river and such, that they're having to um, work on traffic lanes and, and light timings and things. So, again, more vehicles, slower movements uh, are what it's going to end up having. And you only have, a city only has so much uh, right away on to make a street flow. We are two block between, you know, private properties on either side. So to make things better, there's other improvements that can be done, and that's what is being uh, conditioned on these projects to uh, make that happen. So, um, again, so it doesn't impact as much um, the other citizens that are already here. Well, one of the things that uh, I see when I go to property rights uh, organizations is they discuss the the total cost for a developer of a new housing unit and permitting fees. Um, do you have a sense for what that is in Paso Robles? Well, I know it's very high. Everybody complains. Um, that seems like, and I hear that Paso Robles seems to be more expensive than others. And, but it's our policy that they're going to pay their fair share of getting here. And it could be that maybe other councils, other cities have not realized really what the impact is for someone to bring their family here and start living in a town which is already built and designed. But, again, you get that times, you know, 8,000 people, and it does make an impact. So, uh, to me, we need to make them pay for it. And um, we've also used different tools. There's... Uh, CFDs that are now being formed that um, makes the homeowners in that new community pay for certain things uh, separately. So, um, 
I, I'm yeah. not sure our, my, our listeners are going to know what a CFD is. But Community Facilities District. And there we um, go. Okay. Yeah. That is a, 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 for a particular project, you can create a CFD where that um, they pay for their police and they pay for their fire, they pay for the street maintenance, and it's apportioned to all the different lots that were in that project, you see. And it's not loaded back onto the city's general fund to sustain. Well, it's kind of like um, a parcel tax by agreement. Exactly. And so they know that when they buy this lot, this home, that they're going to have so much X amount uh, a year in, in taxes, so to speak, that will be paid for because of you know the whole development that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's an equitable way, especially, again, for the folks that have been here for 100 years and well, I, I was going to say like, you're you're sort of dating us because I know yeah. what, I, I know what you mean when you say you built it with your own nickels. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, and and I mean, everybody's Paso Paso folks are really nice, but on the other hand, you know, when they start seeing uh, folks coming in and, and impacting them in, in all different ways, they they don't feel comfortable anymore. So we've taken a position that. New development will pay its own way, and if it so means that it's going to be a little more money for that permit and that water connection and, you know, making these sewer plants and water facilities um, work so that we can grow in the future are important, but um, they cost money. And, sure. and the people who are already here did it once. They don't need to do it again. So that is my opinion, and that's kind of why I brought to the table a little bit. Well, it seems like when you rebuild a sewer plant, you have to uh, rebuild it so that it's uh, issuing even cleaner discharge. Yep. Well, that's another issue. We live in California. I've said that so many different times that California has so many different regulations in other states. It's it's phenomenal. But, um, you know, it's yeah. the government that's been elected up in Sacramento, and that's how we have to deal with it. But the uh, some of the things that, you know, the EPA or the regional water quality, um, rivers, so many different things here. You know, uh, we can get into that with the homeless in our riverbed, but that we can't even get down there to clean up the river. We just went through a, a meeting here with regard to the storm that's coming. It's going to be huge uh, this weekend and all next week, too. And you saw what happened this last storm where it, uh, it was a 100-year flood level, and um, all the material and debris that happened in that river is because we didn't or weren't allowed previously to clean it out. We're not allowed to take any kind of mechanism down there to uh, clean and take trees out that's grown you know, over the years. So I'm always worried about big floods because water goes sideways when it starts hitting things like that. And um, John, we have about one more minute, and I wanted to uh, make sure that uh, if you had a last thought to give our listeners about uh, your service uh, and, and the city of Paso Robles, that you could do that. Oh, okay. Well... It's always been an honor. Again, it's my 17th year, I guess, of service in the council level. And I also enjoy, again, being on the county and integrated waste management, APCD, all the other county level boards that we sit on. And I think it's important because I want to not only pass Robles, I want to see Central Coast be an area that I've loved and lived in for all my life and don't really want to see it change much. So that's my service, and that's what my goal is here. And Hopefully, after I leave, somebody else will have the same thoughts. But, uh, you know, it's been a good ride for so far. Well, John, thank you, and thank you for uh, coming to talk to the listeners of uh, SLO, County Public Policy in the World. All right. Thank you very much, Stu, for inviting me. See you around town. You bet. Bye-bye. Thank you. For more information on SLO County Public Policy and the law, visit our website 
knews985.com.